Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. everyone welcome back to another episode of own the feels brought to you in partnership with love better where we are doing our damnedest to help us break up better which means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it now you can't make a podcast in 2023 without talking about ghosting even though this is something that definitely happened pre-dating apps pre-social media Liv, I feel like ghosting is a very digitally enhanced concept and as the digitally native generation, it really doesn't surprise me that most of the stories or a lot of the stories that we got sent in about breakups had some element of ghosting in them. Oh, I feel like when I first heard of ghosting, I kind of was like, oh, this is just a fad. Like, this is just kind of like what happens on dating apps. You know, when dating apps seemed like something that wasn't going to really stick around, and then suddenly they did. But I guess it's taken over from, like, being stood up. Yes. You know, in, like, the movies and, like, if you were to go to a restaurant by yourself and in kind of, like, the early 2000s, people would assume that you'd been stood up on a date. Like, that's so true. Ghosting has, yeah, it feels like it has taken over from being stood up. You're right. And... I guess we should tell people, I mean, everyone knows what ghosting is, I feel like, but we should give a little explanation. So ghosting, what I've got here is, as a definition, a gutless way to break up with someone, which is not a definition at all because it's not telling you what it is. But it's essentially when someone cuts off all communication with you and it's without an explanation. So it's a, a It's like they've turned into a ghost. They just vanish. They become invisible in your life. But it must be a really fucking weird and hard thing to have to navigate. Because, like, I haven't even, like, had friends that have just disappeared off the face of the planet. Like, I find that such a cruel thing to do to someone. I mean, unless you feel like you're in danger, which we will go into a little later. But... Other than that, it is a pretty, like, it's a very just avoidant behavioural tactic. And we're going to get into, you know, the lack of communication skills and the things we were never taught and why, you know, we're going to go into why ghosting does happen. because it happens a lot and we do need to kind of understand and maybe if we have ghosted someone before, understand why we did that and try not to judge ourselves but it is something that you can kind of look into and maybe like you've got more about own up to it first and then be like holy fuck why did I do that like what was it that stopped me from having that conversation which are like great things to learn not just for breakups but for any confrontation you might have in life absolutely so I thought we would start with some stories because like I said before we we got a lot of ghosting stories um the first two are to do with communication skills. So 
I ghosted my high school partner after going to uni. We were together since our first year of high school. One day I realised they never initiated anything, so I stopped texting, stopped calling, until they reached out and asked why I stopped. I told them I was done starting everything. I continued not initiating anything and our relationship basically dissolved. Mm. That's an interesting one. Because it's a little bit of revenge sort of tied in there, you know, in terms of they made them feel not wanted. Like you can see the motivation for the ghosting. But if I was in that position, I think I would want to hopefully figure out a different way of reacting to it. Or at least um, when they reached out and asked why you stopped initiating Mm. it, you... I mean, again, it's hard because it's not our job to educate our partner. But in this in this circumstance, it could have been a good growth point to be like, I stopped doing this because you made me feel like this. And in your next relationship or in this one, if we want to try and rekindle it, you need to know that you have to initiate some conversations or, yeah. you know, use it as a teaching moment. Exactly. The scenario seemed like a little bit of a missed opportunity, didn't it, for yeah. that to I happen? Mean, who knows? They might have gone on and... and taught them well absolutely they only have what they sent in the next story so my ex and i had started falling around throughout our flight host training roughly a month or two into the situationship i just cut contact and i didn't know why looking back i was afraid of rejecting someone they made it really easy for me too they caught on quick and didn't send me a lot more texts after a few weeks, we met up at an event with mutual friends and they didn't even comment on it. They were one of the nicest people I've ever met and I truly regret not explaining myself properly. Yeah, this is a scenario. I mean, it is hard sometimes in the moment to gauge what we're feeling and why. Like it can be difficult to unpack it in yeah. terms of this person, you know, ghosting this person other person without kind of really understanding why they were doing it yeah and again a really really good opportunity for some inward reflection but maybe before you do the ghosting I know that is I feel like that's the crux of this episode Mm. is that we want probably for you to have listened to this maybe when you're 15 or 16 maybe when you're 25 and and realize before you go to send to stop sending that those texts or before you go to ghost this person why are you doing this and how how could you actually explain yourself to them? And I can imagine like a lot of the time, I don't know if this is the case with this specific scenario, but you could kind of, oh, I'll put off replying, I'll put off replying, I'll put off replying. And then suddenly you haven't replied for so long and then you get anxious about, yeah. you know, rumination, ruminating, like getting back into that messaging conversation. And it then just you're just easier. suddenly like, fuck, well, I've kind of ghosted them without really even realizing it. Yeah. What I liked about the story is it sort of came full circle Mm. in the way that they said they really regret not explaining themselves properly. And again, this is one of our more self-aware stories when it comes to this because they have felt that regret. They've sat with it. And I mean, I don't know if they owe it to the person to reach out with an explanation now. I feel like that's situational. But the fact that they are like, this person was really fucking nice. I obviously wasn't ready. I regret doing that. They just obviously weren't ready to have that conversation or they hadn't learned. They can see that their actions with ghosting them have had major emotional consequences for this person who absolutely did not deserve it. And they can see that. Yeah. And so that must be quite hard, like the regret of that situation. I know. To kind of live with. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is, and I feel like we've talked about this in a few episodes, even if you feel like at the time it's the right idea... You will probably look back 
and feel some type of way about what you've done to this person, whether you think they deserved it still or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I think a lot of the time you will look back and, and you'll feel the type of way about yourself for yeah. doing this. Now, the next story, this is about ghosting, but one person in the relationship had poor mental health, so it's a bit more nuanced. When I was 19, I went on a university exchange to the UK. My partner of four years came along. The plan was that they would get a work visa while I studied, but things got bad pretty much immediately. Their mental health deteriorated. They were so sad and anxious. I was loving my life, traveling and studying. Because of their poor mental health, they decided to return home early. So we said goodbye at the airport, did the whole, I'll miss you, I'll see you in three months, and then they never spoke to me again. They went home and ghosted me. After four years, I thought they had died. They didn't contact me for a year afterwards to say sorry they couldn't face me. It was their mum that let me know that they were home. It was awful and messed with me a lot. There was no massive scandal that preceded this, just a deterioration of mental health and being on different paths. This is uh, so sad. I think... When we talk about ghosting, there's such a spectrum, right? Because when you think about ghosting, I know I kind of go, as I said before, go straight to like the dating app situation. Like, yeah, you've been talking to someone for maybe a few weeks and then you get ghosted. But this is a totally different circumstance. This is four years. Four years is wild. And no explanation. I can't even imagine that. That must feel awful. And and it would be like... A type of grief, I think, but with no closure. No. So just extremely hard. And so this one, obviously, before I said there was no explanation, I mean, there was, but there wasn't a verbal explanation. They could see that the mental health of their partner was deteriorating, but they couldn't maybe see that this is why the relationship had to end in this way. And then to have gone a year just with this not knowing feeling for a year and then for, you know, their partner, to, their ex to reach out and and sort of explain or let them know. Just imagine that year of hell. Absolute hell. And again, when mental health comes into the mix, it is nuanced. But the thing is, as we often talk about on Culture Vulture, it can be an explanation, not an excuse. Yeah. So, yes, this person was obviously struggling and it was too hard to face their ex-partner, but they could have at least, I think, a little sooner, it seems, gotten someone to tell, you know, their ex-partner what had happened because here it says that the mum did end up telling them. But because they said, I thought they died, yeah, just kind of shows that they were left in limbo for, for too so long, long for and, way too long. And as much as it would have been you know, good and maybe they would have felt a bit of relief hearing from the mum that their partner got home. I just feel like that would have been a um, very standard, hey, just want to let you know they're home and safe. That's not even an explanation for why did they just stop talking to me? Why did they cut me out of their life? Like Which write their a letter. Could have done. Yeah. Write a message. If, if face-to-face communication is just out of the question in terms of your mental health at yeah. that point in time, there's still other ways to communicate. Yeah. Now, some other reasons that people might ghost other people, which we haven't talked about in the stories above, but I just thought we should run through them maybe, is if you feel like it's just too much too soon, you feel mm-hmm. this intensity that you're not comfortable with, maybe your first reaction is to cut it off with no explanation. Again, Liv is going to help us 
figure out what to do if we feel like it's too much too soon. Safety concerns, this is actually incredibly important because obviously there are cases, like with everything we talk about in this podcast series, where the line gets crossed and it could move into you feeling unsafe, you feeling like your privacy is being invaded. We have a whole episode coming up on stalking and and how to deal with when it does cross that line. So research has actually shown that it's quite common to ghost someone based on safety concerns alone. Very valid. Feeling like you're protecting the person's feelings is one of the hugest um, excuses. I would call this an excuse. I Definitely think. an excuse. I think this shows a lack of emotional maturity. Yeah. Or and, lying to yourself. Yeah, because people think it's better to ghost someone um, either than to be rejected or like, you know, maybe you are trying to explain to yourself, like, no, I'm protecting them, but it's just you trying to protect yourself and not get rejected. Or it's just a way, you know, we all make up stories in our heads to make us feel better about things. And mm-hmm. this just feels like textbook self-sabotage or self-preservation to say to yourself, I'm protecting their feelings by just cutting it off without telling them why absolutely but deep down you know that that is not the case yeah much better to tell them why you're not interested than like leave them in limbo you might think that this is going to hurt their feelings way more but that's for such a short time that then they can at least go and find a partner that likes those parts about them instead of just leaving them in limbo and then obviously there is just the lack of interest in pursuing the relationship that is the most common reason for ghosting but I mean it's still it's not an excuse for not giving someone an explanation just Um, literally like even a text to be like hey look not feeling it I'm really sorry again this shit's hard this shit is hard I mean confrontation is so so hard especially when you're kind of younger you know especially when you're teenager early 20s I feel like we you haven't had a lot of practice at no, it. that's the thing. And social media makes it so easy makes to cut so someone off. so easy to just avoid. And I feel like our generation is pretty fucking good at that. I know. So the more you avoid confrontation, the bigger it becomes in your the head. You and the it. more you hate it. And you don't realise that you can actually get through it and become stronger on the other end. And, and that confrontation is actually very good. They will probably benefit too if you say, I didn't ghost you because... It was way too hot and heavy at the start and it made me feel uncomfortable or whatever. You know, their next relationship, they might take it a bit slower and you're actually helping them. And I feel like growing up, Luce, I don't know if you felt this too, but it was kind of like a societal value to be non-confrontational. Like, yeah. especially, especially as women. Especially as women, you'd kind of be like, oh, like, no, I'm just not a confrontational person. Like, And then that was always an excuse for either people-pleasing or kind of avoidant behaviour. And it would be like, oh, but I'm just not confrontational. I'm, I'm just, like, I need to be the chill girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to get emotional like that. I don't yeah. want to hurt someone's feelings. And these are all masks we hide behind. Yeah. And things that we have to work through because I kind of drilled into us it from, is, yeah. You know, being born but yeah I do feel like confrontation is hot like confrontation in 2023 is hot we need to do it it's respectful Mm -hmm. you can do it in a nice way Liv you're probably going to teach us how to do that um because I mean I need to learn Hey team, if you want to listen to more of our new podcast all about breakups, Own the Feels, you just need to jump over to our Culture Vulture feed wherever you get your podcasts.
Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.